on Sviva Tova and on our root system and send questions live from there. What are a layperson's vessels in the work? The Midrash writes, Even the darkness is not dark to you. And the night is as bright as the day. Darkness and light are alike. To us it says, when you mount the candles. What is this like? Like a king who has a man who loved him. The king said to him, Know that I will be dining at your place. Go and set it up for me. The man who loved him went and set up a layperson's bed, a layperson's lamp, and a layperson's table. When the king came, his servants came with him, surrounding him from here and from here, and a lamp of gold in front of him. When the man who loved him saw all the glory, he was ashamed and hid everything he had prepared for him, for it was all of lay people. The king said to him, Did I not tell you that I would be dining at your place? Why have you not prepared anything for me? The man who loved him replied, I saw all this glory that came with you, and I was ashamed. So I hid everything that I had prepared for you. For they were late people's vessels. The king said to him, By your life, I suspend all the vessels I have brought. And because of your love, I use only yours. And he said to Israel, prepare for me a lampstand and candles. We should understand what the Midrash is saying. This is an answer to what the Creator commanded about the lampstand and candles. After all, He has everything. As it is written, even the darkness is not dark to you. So the question is, why does he need the lampstand and the candles? The answer is that although the Creator has everything, He still wants the vessels of the lower ones. He calls the vessels of the lower one vessels of lay people. Hence, we should understand what are the vessels of lay people that the Creator wants, specifically them. It is known that the desire is called Kli. We should interpret that his desire was to do good to his creations. This is called the Kli of the Creator meaning a desire to bestow. The Creator's desire to bestow created a desire to receive delight and pleasure. Everything that the Creator wants the creatures to enjoy. This is called vessels of the lower one. 
This means that the will to receive is called lay person and not Kedusha. And the desire to bestow is called a Kli of Holiness. This as our sages said about the verse, you will be holy. Can he be like me? This is why it is written, for I am holy, for my holiness is above your holiness. They asked, would anyone think of saying that man is as holy as the Creator? That you must bring evidence from the text that this is not so? Can this be? However, the meaning of can he be like me is as I use only the desire to bestow. For this reason, we can say that the people of Israel should only, I'm sorry, should also use only the desire to bestow and not use the will to receive at all. As it is written, can he be like me? Rather, my holiness is above your holiness. And you cannot stay with only the desire to bestow. For you also need to use the vessels of reception. Except you must place on the Kli and aim to bestow. According to the above, we can interpret the complaint of the angels who complained that the Holy Torah, which is regarded as the names of the Creator, the internality of the Torah, which is clothed in corporeal dresses, that all of it is the revelation of godliness to the created beings. So how can such a great thing be given to people who are of inferior degree? Clearly, there must be equivalence with the light of the Creator in order to be able to receive it. And the light of the Creator, which is the abundance imparted unto the lower ones. So the angels understood that only they have a connection to the light, which is the giver, since they too have vessels of bestowal. And not women born, where a woman means nukva, female, which means that Israel were born out of the equality of the nukva, meaning from vessels of reception, since the souls come from Malchut, who is called the Assembly of Israel. We should interpret what the angels asked what is a woman born doing among us? Meaning, after all, he comes from the quality of Malchut, which is the vessel of reception, in oppositeness of form from the Torah, which is the light of abundance. And what did Moses reply to them? Is there evil inclination within you? Promptly, the angels admitted to the Creator and said, Lord, our Master, 
Place your majesty on the earth. He answered that Moses replied to the angels, Is there evil inclination within you? Requires explanation. Did the angels not know that it speaks there about observing mitzvot in corporeality? Do angels have bodies that they demanded to be given, for example, a talit, a shawl, and a tzitzit, in order to cover their bodies, etc., until Moses came and told them that the Torah speaks of corporeal matters and that the Torah can only be in those who have corporeal bodies. The angels certainly understood it, but they probably demanded that the internality of the Torah, which is the names of the Creator, be given to them. Indeed, this is difficult to understand. If the Torah is given to Israel, why can it not be given also to the angels? Is it a material thing that if you give it to one, you can no longer give it to another? Here it is implied that the angels saw and understood that if the Torah is given to Israel, it means that the Torah can be given specifically to Israel and not to them, meaning that they are unworthy of receiving the inner Torah, but only Israel. Otherwise, they would have been, they would have to be given to. In other words, the revealed Torah certainly belongs only to those who have corporeal bodies. But when they heard that Moses went up to receive the Torah from the Creator, they asked, what is a woman born doing among us? He told them, he has come to receive the Torah. And they did not know about the giving of the Torah at all and were puzzled. They said to him, Concealed delight, you wish to give it to a flesh and blood? And you did not notify us, so we too would receive the concealed delight? They must have been thinking about the internality of the Torah. Because internality means that which is concealed inside, which is considered a concealed delight. This is why they complained, since they saw that the Torah, with regard to the internality of the Torah, certainly belongs to them, and not to a woman born. In other words, they made correct arguments in their view. That is, the revealed Torah certainly belongs to Israel alone. But why can they not be given the inner Torah as well? And since they did not know about it, meaning about the giving of the Torah, which shows that they have no relation 
then they are right. What did Moses reply to them? Is there evil inclination within you? And since you have no evil inclination, did you go down to Egypt? We should understand Moses' reply that if they demanded the internality of the Torah, what is the answer that Moses gave them? to the created beings. By this, we can understand Moses' reply when he said, did you go down to Egypt? Is there evil inclination within you? Therefore, you cannot receive the inner Torah, which is the names of the Creator. Since this light of the purpose of creation was only for a woman born, meaning only for those who have a desire to receive, which is Malchut, called female, a woman, and not for angels who have no vessels of reception. They belong to the phase of from the chazen above, which are vessels of bina, vessels of bestowal, and not vessels of reception. This is the meaning of the words, did you go down to Egypt? That is, since there was a restriction and concealment on Malchut. A correction must be done on this vessel. As long as there is no correction, it is considered that the shell of Egypt governs the will to receive. Since you do not have the will to receive, how can it be said that you need to make a correction to work in order to bestow. After all, you have no vessels of reception for the light of the purpose of creation. By this, we can understand the allegory that this is the answer that although he has angels above which are refined vessels, without vessels of reception called vessels of a layperson, but they are all holy, all pure. Still, the Creator chose specifically the lower ones who have vessels of lay people, because only in these vessels is it possible to receive the Torah with regard to the holy names, whereas the angels pertain to the correction of creation. For this reason, the angels are the servants of the soul. This is why he said to the people of Israel, prepare for me a lampstand. Why is it only through the servants of the king he revealed the greatness of the Creator? Why did he not reveal it directly in his, through his connection with the king? Because they have no contact with the king. 
But through those uh, who are close to the king, they, they do have it. What can we learn from it? What does a person have to do in order to truly... Uh, he, he needs a mediator to tie him to the king. Like you. Like me. Each one. He needs to have someone who serves as a point of contact with the king. It's not clear because it is written that uh, he was ashamed to use the vessels of reception, even though they were in order to bestow. He already had the greatness of the king. What else was he lacking so that he can really use these vessels? No, help me answer him. Seemingly, he already has vessels. He's connected with the Creator. The Creator tells him he's coming for the meal. He prepared everything, but he lacks corrections in order to receive the fulfillment in the vessels. What are the corrections that he need? He has the greatness of the King, and he has vessels that are in order to bestow. For being in vessels that are opposite from the Creator, I, I would say that he has it. But the fulfillment, to receive the fulfillment inside these vessels, he doesn't have it. The, the fulfillment, the filling is the light of Chokhmah. And he doesn't have correction for the light of Chokhmah. So what does it mean that his vessels are in order to bestow? That they're corrected? They're in order to bestow, yes. He doesn't want to... Otherwise, he wouldn't even approach the king. He doesn't want to receive in order to receive. But... It's not the vessels in which you can receive in order to bestow. We see that in vessels, we have degrees of coarseness. Coarseness of the screen, the hardness of the screen, what kind of light it can receive in order to bestow, to be revealed in Him. But seemingly, the entire article speaks about the fact that this created being that the king comes to dine with he has vessels of uh, reception, he corrected them, and later on he realizes, what is this later on? After everything is ready, what other work is there so that he can truly receive in these vessels? What later causes him to agree that the king will dine with him? Because it's not enough to receive, he needs to enjoy it. What is this work? What else needs to be done in order to truly to enjoy from it? He does it to benefit the king, delight the king, because from the pleasure in those vessels he wishes to reveal A short answer, Rav, with your permission. What does it mean to cover the body with a tzitzit? 
the prayer shawl. Sorry, tzitzit. Tzitzit, there are these kind of corrections. Corrections. How could Moses rise to the Creator and the angels saw his vessels of reception? How is it possible to bring up to the Creator vessels of reception? He keeps them in order to use them later, in order to bestow. So for the time being, he is restricting these vessels. In all of our actions, we don't toss out the vessels. We don't use them, part of them for the time being, and that's how we ascend. And then we bring them out more and more to all kinds of actions and we derive forces uh, to ascent and degrees of ascent. How can one be certain that the key will not be lost from uh, these vessels of reception? I mean, Moses went up there and every moment he could fall again. Reception could overcome him. The screen is a result of the attitude toward the Creator. So then the light shines and He gives me the powers, forces that I can receive in order to bestow. No. I want to continue the question of Itzik about the angels. It feels like the angels are competing between them. There's like this mutual envy. Seemingly they have their own existence, but they don't have a will to receive of their own. The angel is the book to receive at any given moment. They appear against the advancement of the person toward the Creator. So you'll get to know better how to advance and we'll ask for it. The angels seemingly cope against us. The angels are our helpers. They typically advance through questions. But these questions, they build the person, they format him and they raise him. Can I also ask? Yeah. Usually the creator is the boss, and he or the landlord, he sets up the table for the person, and the person comes with his appetite. Here the example is the opposite. The person is seemingly the host. So why is it uh, here like that? I don't understand. Here, the creator comes to the meal as a, as a guest. Why use this example? Well, he says that usually the king prepares the meal for the person who comes to dine with the king. Here, in the allegory, it is the opposite example. The king comes to dine with the person. And the person prepares the meal. Right. 
So why this inversion? What does it mean? It's because you're either doing it in order to receive or you're doing it in order to bestow. If it's in order to bestow, which is if you are feeding the king. And if it's in order to receive, it's as if you are being fed. Ну, то есть действия, действия как бы разные. То есть действия, действия разные, но намерение меняется. Different actions or? The actions are different, but the essence of the action inverts it. Намерение все делает. The intention is that which does everything. What is the thing that uh, sustains the Creator the most? Equivalence of form with Him. Meaning the exertion of the lower one who wishes to obtain equivalence of form with the Creator. This is what sustains the Creator. Ashkelon. Neemal. It was written that the souls rise for man. What is this ascent? And where does the man begin? Raising man means raising of a deficiency from the lower one who who wishes the Creator to manage him, to care for him, to fill him. And this ascent, the ascent of the deficiency, is going from the lower one to the upper one, to the Creator. In the text, it says that the king said, know that I will come to dine at your place. Prepare it for me. What is the meaning of that? What attitude should we prepare in the tent when the, when the king says prepare for something? Um... The king tells a person that he is interested in the corrected vessels of the person so that the person will accumulate that he will accumulate in these vessels whatever the king will receive from him, what he wants to give to the king. Why the inner Torah or the internality of the Torah belongs only to Israel? Only after we correct the 
external laws, relatively what we see and understand that we have to do, then we reach the inner vessels. This is called the internality of the Torah. And then we reach a connection with the Creator. And therefore, those who already reached the internality of the Torah, they're called Yashal Kil, straight to the Creator, aimed towards the internality. So then they're called Israel. Okay. Thank you. Uh, he said we'll come to feel the meaning of each and every individual sphere. What does it mean to feel an individual sphere? The sifirot are qualities and when we get closer to the Creator, we begin to feel these qualities and through them we have a greater and greater grip on the Creator. It says that there's, He has everything. No, sorry. Even though the Creator has everything, nevertheless, He desires the vessels of the lower ones, which He calls the, lo- the vessels of the lower ones, the vessels of the lay person. So we should understand what are the vessels of the lay person that the Creator desires specifically. Yes, the Creator has no vessels of reception, but we do. Therefore, using them is actually the work that we can do, and by that, give him contentment. But what is a layperson? What? Uh, in the answer of Moses to the angels, he said, Do you have the evil inclination? Have you been to Egypt? What is the essence of that? It's the opposite. He says you don't have an evil inclination. Yeah, he asks. So, so what is this addition of the evil inclination? No, what does the Creator gain from the Creator gains from it that the lower ones start to play with all of the lights from zero to Ein Sof? How can we understand the point we wish to prepare a meal and we discover that we lack the correct vessels. How does it work? Why? We've been through the shattering and we have to start correcting our vessels. So what's the problem? Are we not going through everything described here in the article? That's my question. I don't know, but it is upon us to do it, to correct ourselves from the shattering, from the depth of the shattering. Uh, The more we go down to the bottom of the shattering, so we can correct the vessels and through them to rise higher and higher. 
Maybe you wanted to ask before? Yeah. If the principle is that we, we correct from the externality to internality, from the lighter vessels to the coarser vessels, more, then theoretically it should have been that after correcting everything in order to bestow, we should have, should have gone down to Egypt and obtained coarser vessels. But they are ready already. Well, well that's the question. What can we learn from the fact that the, the vessels are already prepared, but they haven't been used up till now? Because they don't have the forces for it. Bait by bait, through the vessels of bestow, they prepare themselves for the correction of the vessels of reception. So how did they come out of Egypt? And by having the screens over all of these vessels, bit by bit, gradually they come out of Egypt. The Exodus is not all at once? No, actually, it's through a process. It's a process. It doesn't end even after they leave Egypt. Meaning, what they say about how they borrowed vessels from the Egyptians, that's not enough. In order to disconnect from Egypt. So, each time we go back to Egypt, we don't go back, but uh, this inclination remains. Because... They cannot disconnect entirely from the vessels of reception. Look what happened after Egypt. What other stories we have. So, how can it be that they are correcting vessels of bestow when they have vessels of reception that are not corrected yet? And what is their source? Are they not revealed? They are revealed gradually. The Creator reveals these vessels, and the lower ones receive, uh, get these vessels. And this is how they correct them. Rav, this article, there are all kinds of articles by Rabash. Here he gives many examples. The king who announces to his lover, I'm coming to die at your place, prepare yourself. It's not what he thought. It's something else. The angels speaking to Moses. What should we take from here? What kind of an impression, power? What should we take from this article for our day-to-day? Beyond the being impressed by these forces he's describing. Well, it becomes revealed in each and every person, in different forms, in different states. And accordingly, the person receives it and goes along with it. I'm asking because yesterday you said that we're very close to entering this this phase. So what what to take from this? Each one takes what he thinks or we take something from here into the 10 or from take something from here to this, the general force of the vessel. Well, 
of course, all of our corrections are in the 10. When I want in my 10 to build such a connection with the friends that that it will be similar to the spiritual vessel. I need to connect with my friends in all the different possible states until I reach a state where, according to that, I begin to discover the revelation of the Creator within us. And what do you do with the examples he gives here? Oh, the story about a king that tells them coming to visit you, prepare something, all that. Well, during the work, this is how a person feels his relation to the Creator. So what do we have now? After, let's say, we learn this article, we learned it for an hour, and it's interesting, the article's interesting, but what do we take from this here now? Each one according to where he is. Each one according to where he is, I think. Maybe after the lesson, we need to read it again. Without explaining anything, just read it again, be impressed by all of it, and this way continue through the day. Those are the questions that the angels awaken in us. In this world, if I see a person is great, I have no problem to annul what he's saying. But I don't feel shame. Where does the shame come from? Shame comes from receiving and want to receive. And all of us are in vessels of reception. And by this, in, in this, we are opposite from the angels, from spirituality, which are vessels of bestowal. So from that state, we begin to participate to ask for our corrections. Woman Moscow. We are studying the articles of the article of Bala Sulam, the essence of the wisdom of Kabbalah, from the header, the actuality in the wisdom of Kabbalah. The actuality in the wisdom of Kabbalah. Actual things are found even in the corporeal reality set before our eyes. Although we have neither perception nor an image of their essence. Such are the electricity and the magnet, which are called fl- fluidum. Fluidum. 
Nevertheless, we can say, who can say that these names are not real when we have completely satisfactory awareness of their actions and we are utterly careless about the fact that we have no perception of the essence of the subject itself, namely electricity in itself. This name is as tangible and as close to us as though it were entirely perceived by our senses. Even little children are familiar with the word electricity, as well as they are familiar with words such as bread, sugar, and so on. Moreover, if you wish to exercise your tools of scrutiny, I shall tell you, that as a whole, as there is no perception of the Creator whatsoever, so it is impossible to attain the essence of any of His creatures, even the tangible objects that we feel with our hands. Thus, all we know about our friends and relatives in the world of action before us are nothing more than acquaintance with actions. These are prompted and born by the association of their encounter with our senses which render us complete satisfaction, although we have no perception whatsoever in the essence of the subject. Furthermore, you have no perception or attainment whatsoever, even in your own essence. Everything you know about your own essence is nothing more than a desire, than a series of actions extending from your essence. Now, you can easily conclude that all the names and appellations that appear in books of Kabbalah are indeed real and factual. Although we have no attainment in the subject matter whatsoever. This is so because those who engage in them have the complete satisfaction of inclusive perception in its ultimate wholeness, meaning also merely perception of actions that are prompted and born from the association of the upper light and its perceivers. However, it is quite sufficient, for this is the rule, all that is measured and extends from his guidance so as to become a reality the nature of creation is completely satisfactory. This is just as one will not wish for a sixth finger in his palm because the five fingers are quite sufficient. Clear?
אולי אפשר לחבר משהו לעבודה פרקטית, אתה אמרת בתחילת השיעור. Like a friend or the ten. Now, in this session with Dudi, you just said that in the end, a person has no feeling. He is locked within himself. So I need an adapter for the Creator, but also to connect to a friend, to something outside of me. I have no ability to do that. So there's a loop here. What practical work can we do? All the work that we say in the wisdom of Kabbalah is that you have to come out of your vessels, feel the vessels of the friend and ask for him, etc. But if I'm locked in the bubble of the will to receive and I can't see anything outside of it, what can I do? You can come closer to the friend as much as you can. By this, you'll learn how to connect to the Creator. So again, at that point, you discover your inability. Why is that important? That you find a limit or a border, that's already something you attained. Is this where we stop, at the boundary? Yeah. I see, I see how far I can approach in that, by that. And by seeing those boundaries, you make a depiction of the Creator. What does it mean by creating boundaries you in the end uh, depict the Creator? We always need to define some revelation that we get in what boundaries it exists in. And how is this expressed emotionally in a person? How is a person de- how is the creator depicted in a person by through what boundaries? I'll give you an example. You attain some some beautiful form in nature. So how do you see it in colors that are in you? That's the way you get inspired by it. You hear all kinds of birds also, because this is how you are receiving them, meaning all these things are completely subjective. Right. So where are the boundaries here? Those are the boundaries. You are making those boundaries. And in them you attain the Creator. What do I negate? What do I not attain by creating the boundary? Whatever is beyond the boundary, you don't even know what it is. You negate it. It's, it's outside of your perception completely. Even now, that that's obvious. And also, I don't know, so for the future, maybe. And in knowing the Creator, what do I negate in order to perceive Him? I don't know what you're trying to say. What boundaries do I set in order to grasp the Creator, to perceive Him? the boundaries of the good, who does good. That's it. it. has to be the good that does good towards your desires. 
So what am I limiting in order to perceive the good who does good? That wherever you don't feel the good who does good, you don't define it as the creator. Only pleasant bestows. So I say, that's not the creator, that's not the creator, that's not the creator, that's not the creator, and then... Okay. This, in this way, I discover the Creator? Yeah. By saying what is not the Creator? No. Yeah. Can you elaborate on this a little bit? No. But gradually, a man receives this. We talked about it once. Okay. That's it. People getting up, leaving. What? What are the bad influences? Bad influences? That's towards the man attaining. So it's called bad influences or good influences. Only towards someone's own vessels that are prepared for a meeting with a creator.